You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that was warning you about Omicron when it was just the name of a nomad soul. <laughs> I'm Cody and I've got three cans of Kloops beer in my sneak. I'm David Cage, and I made the bad game. And I'm Ziggy Stardust. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. We have a great show for you this week. A bunch of news to go over. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! Clip that definitely didn't accidentally play during our our initial attempt it, at this intro. It, it missed its cue by a mile. Oh, a mile, and it scared the jeebus right out of me when it did. <laughs> me too. Like I was like, I was like, what is going on? It's not the right sound. It's not. It's not the check it out sound. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe like somebody's like phone accidentally did something, or I don't know. That would be a good ringtone. That would be a good ringtone. So check them out. I haven't really done much. I am trying to play more of Ocarina of Time on the Switch, and it is... Does it still look like just hot? Oh, it is just the worst. Oh. It's probably a lot like playing the Grand Theft Auto remasters. It it is, yeah. (laughs) There's one... Okay, so there's one bit in particular that everyone was kind of pointing to. It was the uh, Shadow Link dungeon, how the water and everything looked so bad, how that screen looked so bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And playing through it, and I was like, "This, there's what is going on? And I think I figured it out. So uh, something that N64 games used to use, they would like overlay a couple of textures that have already been loaded into a room to kind of give it like extra depth or something like that. But they turn the opacity super, super down. These Switch re-releases, re-releases break the opacity on them. So the water in that level, uh, it's actually displaying the texture map for the, uh, like a rock all the way back in the corner. Oh no. Because they use that as like an extra like depth layer, but it's at a hundred percent of pass or it's at a hundred percent. So it's totally visible that along with these ROMs can't, there is no smoke. There's no fog. There's nothing like that. So it's, Super, super clear with the wrong texture on the ground, and it looks like garbage. Oh, no. There's no universe where that should have occurred. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Like, as many times as they have re-released Ocarina of Time since... It is the worst version. Oh, see, that breaks my heart, because, I mean, I have a DS. I could play it on my DS, but I also still have my Master Quest GameCube game Mm -hmm. that I thought about booting up to play, and I wondered if that would look better. There's also a weird like a uh, uh, lag, like hmm. button lag. It's we- hmm. it is noticeable. Ooh. I mean, it's not unplayable, but it is noticeable. It's no, you, it's no sin you and punishment. The, you press the button and then you count half a second and then the sword swings, which again, doable. Once you get used to it, it's fine. But it's jarring when you've played the original so much mm-hmm. that now all of a sudden it's not going the way you remember it going. And that's not rose color glasses. It's just bad game design, <laughs> bad huh. porting. Ocarina is not a hard game to emulate either. It's not. They've, they've pretty much mastered that one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but uh, yeah, I will continue to slog through Ocarina of Time because I, I am going to finish it because the weird completionist in me wants to complete this before uh, Majora's Mask comes to the Switch online. 
and I have to know how bad they butchered my boy. <laughs> I love Ocarina. Uh, I love uh, Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask. It's my. F- it is probably my favorite uh, Legends of Zelda game. I think I. I think I. It edges out Breath of the Wild just because of the creativeness of the time loop mm, element yeah. and how everything what ran, runs like clockwork except except for what you do in the game to kind of throw wrenches into it. I, it I like de- that. It was definitely yeah. a, a weird, um, I don't want to say weird, an interesting push. Yeah. Especially when you think that the game was developed, was made start to finish in eight months because they just took 90% of the assets already made for, for Ocarina, of Time. Ocarina of Time and just moved them over. It's like, okay, here, do a sequel. It's, do it now. It's probably my favorite 3D one, at least. I think younger me didn't like it so much because you couldn't become adult Link. Uh, yeah. Although that was originally in the game. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you kind of become adult Link a little bit when you put on the fierce, the deity, fierce mask. deity mask. Yeah. But no, adult Link was going to be a mask uh, in like an early, mm. early version of the game. But you also get to be a Goron and a Zora. That's way cooler okay, than adult here's Link. The, here's, yeah. the, here, here's the thing. I, 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 was, I was thinking about this the other day. Why... In Goddess Hylia's green Hyrule, can the Zora mask make you shoot thin arm blades? Well, because it's not set in Hyrule, it's set in Termina, which <laughs> where things are different. <laughs> not that different, but different enough. Different enough. Like I have never seen like you've never seen another Zora character just, you know, fling their arm <laughs> fins true. like boomerangs. I've always really liked this design for the Zora. At least from Ocarina on, not the mm-hmm. not the original Zora where they're the well, I do the, like the, the angry face in the water. I do yeah, like the little yeah. go- like the green fish goblin guys mm-hmm. where they look like the creature from the Black Lagoon, yeah. right? Spitting fireballs at you. <laughs> I found a new fun bug in that Grand Theft Auto remaster. Let's that, hear it. That I haven't heard anybody talking about. I had to do a mission in uh, San Andreas where I had to swim underwater, mm-hmm. and. I could dive underwater, but I could not move. Like, forward locomotion, not happening at all. Really? Turns out, you have to turn off the uh, tap A, or or not A, whatever the button is, tap to run Mm -hmm. in the options, which is default on. You have to go and turn that off if you want to be able to swim. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, wow. Otherwise, you'll just go underwater, and you can, like, tilt yourself up and down, but you can't go you, forward. You can't move forward. Wow. Like you can't even just push forward? You can when you're on the surface. You uh, can push forward. But when you're underwater, you, nothing. Huh. That's so weird. That's terrible. Yeah. That's absolutely awful. Uh, Good job, Rockstar. <laughs> what is did. it with games uh, like game companies putting out uh, inferior remasters, ports, of, remasters of, their, of their own work? Of their stuff. Is it because they know that people are going to buy it whether... Whether they it's good or not, so there's like like, I feel feel like in this modern age of gaming, we've gotten to such a point where people are so chomping at the bit for nostalgia that they'll just take Mm -hmm. anything. Like we started off so strong, we really did. Like with Spyro and Crash and stuff, things were great. Oh, because there was a little bit of money and a little bit of time put behind it. Yeah, and now people are just like, "Hey, you remember this?" Pretty much. There it is. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just like, 
I didn't know this until the other day when I read it. There, there is no physical version of the Grand Theft Auto collection yet. <laughs> really? They, they were going to release it later. They've since pushed it back even further to fix everything. But I think the fact that they were releasing the the on disc version later to begin with kind of shows that they knew it was a pile of garbage. Oh yeah. Well, no, I could have told you it was a money grant. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like the Skyrim definitive edition that just came out. Oh. It's a money grab. That's that's pretty bad too. I I watched a video of what what the fishing is. You can only do it at certain like select points where there's fishing equipment on the ground and it's like more or less animal like animal crossing with less interaction. You just throw it out the line <laughs> and you wait for the splash. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Oh, what a bummer. There, there's better fishing in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Oh, I hate that Hillian Loach. <laughs> oh, I know, right? I hate I hate having to catch that stupid thing. There's better fishing in Stardew Valley, and Stardew Valley's fishing makes no sense. Oh, that yeah, that is <laughs> that is the single negative I have to say about Stardew Valley. The fishing mini game sucks. <laughs> or the fishing mini game in um Deadly Premonition, where it's it's roulette, or not roulette, it's a slot machine. Oh, yeah. He, he casts the line, and you have to stop the slot machine on what you want to catch. It's like, in what universe is this fishing? <laughs> I mean, there's fishing in WoW where you throw your line out, and then you just wait for the bobber, and then you right-click it. Yeah, that's what is, the Skyrim one sounds like. <laughs> is fishing in games bad? Unless it is, Unless it is a specific fishing game. Because I'm, I would cause say I'm yes. thinking Sonic Adventure, big, big the cat fishing. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all right for what it is for a fishing for what game it is. that's working within a platform game. That's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, that's true. I don't think the I don't think the fishing in Stardew is bad. I just think it doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, like it, it, it's not a an accurate portrayal of what fishing like. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense as a fishing metaphor. I guess. <laughs> Uh, well, they had to do something, yeah. though. And I do like how sometimes there's a little treasure chest on there. And you the can the get treasure those. chest, that, that's a nice touch. Yes, yes. Also, have we talked about that new game that the starting Oh, um, Concerned Apes Chocolatier. Gonna, I'm going to put that on the news. Yeah, do uh, it. We'll talk about that later. Sure. Me and Nicole watched uh, the last new season of uh, F is for Family on Netflix. Oh. Bill Burr's 70s family sitcom animated thing. Yes, 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 yes. It was fine. Okay, um, it <laughs> it exists. I mean, I like I I really like the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of like um I don't know it's got you know your raunchy adult humor thing, but it's also like grounded in such a way that it's not like outlandishly stupid, like say like your Family Guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like like I said, I like the show. Um, there's one point because Bill Burr actually voices two characters in the show. He voices Frank, the main character, and uh, or at least the dad of the main family or whatever, and uh, Father Pat, a priest in their town. And there's one point where Father Pat like starts losing his, I don't know, his composure or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can just hear Bill Burr's angry voice coming out of him because <laughs> he normally just has like a higher octave of talking. And I was like, oh, there's Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the show's, like I said, I like the show. I know I've talked about it before. Um, I like the show. Uh, it's definitely not for children. <laughs> it's definitely an adult comedy. But it's, you know, set in the 70s. So, I mean, people who probably lived through that era or whatever, you know, probably will get 
some some of the references, even though it's a, a fictional town with a lot of fictional things in it and fictional references. It'll it'll push the nostalgia buttons for those boomers. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to an ef- to an effect, probably. But there there also is a lot of you know progressive things in the show. Like a a big a big catch of the season was uh, uh Susan's uh was pushing to bring her um uh, estranged brother and her father kind of. I guess like the biggest overarching theme of the show I could say is like, you know, maybe the the sins of our fathers and like trying to, I mean, I guess deal with your own trauma of growing up, but also realizing you have trauma and then trying to better it. So you're not passing it on. So yeah. you're not perpetuating it. Sure. Because um, a big thing with like uh, like the, the end of the last season and the beginning of this season was Frank's father coming back into his life and he was just an absolute tyrant to him as a kid. Mm. Well, this sounds like a real uplifting. <laughs> it has its moments. Yeah. It has its moments. But basically he passes away at the end of the, of the previous season and it's him dealing with that and trying to find closure in his life on that. But also I, I, this whole thing is, is you know, trying, I guess a lot of this is, is fatherhood. I think is the, the biggest thing of the whole show is fatherhood because there's just a lot of things that it seems central on on fathers, basically. Okay, yeah. Like uh, one of the characters ends up having a baby and he realizes his life's purpose now is to raise this kid mm-hmm. um, and him being a, him going from being this, you know, cocaine addicted radio guy to I'm going to write myself and be a dad for this kid. Mm. You know, things like that. Well, that's cool. Um, like I said, I really enjoy the show. There are some parts I really laugh at and there are other parts I'm just like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> and then there are other char- and then there are like there are characters I love and there's some characters where I just absolutely I can't stand them. Uh, <laughs> like anytime they're on screen, I'm just like, I, I don't care about you anymore. Is it as big as a bummer as Bojack can be? Sometimes, yeah. I love BoJack, but I can't watch it because it's too much. It, uh, I will get like contact depression from oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I hear that. I get that. <laughs> oh yeah. Sure. I mean, there are definitely some moments like that in this. Um, yeah. BoJack really yeah. hits real hard, like especially like adult depression. And stuff. Yeah. It's like oh god. Yeah. BoJack is brilliant, but it is a hard watch. Yeah. Especially like in like the kind of the mid to like later. That's why. I, that's about where I stopped watching it because I was like, I can't. No. When you I'm, start I'm, getting into like the real, like deep uh, stuff, like yeah. with like uh, with Sarah Lynn and stuff like that, and you're just like, ooh. Yeah. But I love BoJack though. I I love BoJack. Yeah. <laughs> so you were talking about a dark, um, kind of, like dark comedy sitcom yeah, 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 kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is one that I've watched the first episode of, and I want to watch more of it. Have you heard of? And I'm going to have to censor myself for the radio. Uh, Kevin can f himself. Oh, that's the one with the the girl from Creek. Am I allowed to say it's the name of the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah you it, could say it. Yeah, yeah. Annie Murphy. Yeah, that's the that, one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, do you know anything about that? No. It's, okay, so what it is? It's um, it's set up like it's it flips back and forth between a being like a um, like a um, realistic kind of shot drama and a two camera com like sitcom comedy and the whole. Uh, conceit is when the husband when the main character's husband kevin is on screen it is a king of queens style everybody loves raymond <laughs> heightened reality kind of thing and then as soon as he walks out the door or something or he leaves or something like that it switches to like a 
almost like a law and order, like actual, like the whole tone, the lighting, the the camera style, everything switches to show you the heart, like the actual reality of what is going on. So that sounds you have, incredible. <laughs> so you have, you know, basically this guy who is kind of a, ma- a oafish man child, <laughs> you know, do this stuff. OK, for example, there's one where um, it's a minor thing, but he's doing some kind of scheme and he breaks his wife's family heirloom as like this table or something like that. And it's a Chris Farley style, like falls on the table. Everyone laughs, crowd laughs. And he, you know, and she's like, oh, Kevin and all this stuff. And it looks like the the sitcom and uh, he leaves the room and it cuts and you just see like she's like actually devastated because this was a family heirloom that was passed oh. down from generation to generation. It's now that her uncaring, on the floor. That her uncaring husband completely destroyed and didn't apologize or was and completely careless with and like the actual reality of like, okay, this is how it would actually be if Kevin James or Ray Romano or someone had the, had actually, you know, you know what I mean? Actually existed. But as soon as Kevin walks back into the room, everything is two camera sitcom with harsh lighting and crowd (laughs) laughter and all this stuff. And it keeps flipping back, like flipping back and forth. And apparently at one point they, um, uh, try to uh <laughs> well there's a there's a whole subplot with uh um selling oxycodone oh and okay. there's a whole subplot with uh um like a uh assassination attempt and all this stuff and oh. and again when kevin's on screen it is played for laughs when he is not on screen it is the most serious thing wow it is it is amazing i mean the show it has its hit you know from what i've seen and what i've heard it has its hit and misses but it is just the way it's filmed and just the idea of how it is made. Hmm. That is crazy. And you never see Kevin outside of the sitcom world. So it's like a bubble. That's it's a bubble. Him. It's like a weird yeah. bubble that surrounds <laughs> just him. And like his, his, the way he is infects everyone around him. That makes them like heightened reality, goofy, yuck them up sitcom <laughs> that sounds really cool it's yeah yeah like i said i want huh. i've watched the first episode and i've heard about it the later episode episodes from uh from other sources and um i'm really looking forward to checking What's it out this on uh amc plus oh. although oh. i didn't although oh. i did not find it on amc plus <laughs> ah i did read about it the other day that it uh is canceled <laughs> Oh, it it did get canceled. It's getting one more season. Then okay, then that's done. good. That's that's good because the end. From what I understand, the end of the season is leading up to Kevin might be getting arrested, and we might actually be seeing what he is in real life. Huh. Oh. Instead of crazy wacky wacky man sitcom sitcom wacky. Yeah, I was beginning to wonder if he was some kind of like I don't know supernatural being or something. It's not. No, it's not a supernatural <laughs> it's being. Not, it's, it's, like, it's not Wandavision. <laughs> it's like when he is on screen, he is the center of his own world, and when he is not on screen, everyone is having to try to pick up the pieces of what actually the, is happening. The aftermath like, of his like there his was existence. a thing, like there was a thing where she, um, uh, she was describing, and there was like a flashback or something, something like this where. Uh, the main character used to work at a, I, th- I think she's like a homemaker or works at a library or something, or she works at a, a gas station now, but she used to be like at a, um, 
medical lab or something something along those uh, a lines very, a very like you know yeah and she's describing this situation in where her husband kevin got incredibly jealous of how uh she was making friends with people at her workplace and basically stalked one guy and threatened him oh god uh to the point where she had to leave her job oh but if you think about it in the context of a sitcom that is just a wacky thing where oh here comes kevin james oh no i think my wife might be getting friendly with the coworker. i better go find out what's going on yeah. where it can be told you, you can see it in both in both huh. ways the 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 stark reality and the crazy sitcom it's kind of a weird dichotomy kind of thing huh yeah 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 weird yeah that sounds wild it's yeah. it's a really interesting concept it's, it's very a shame high it's, concept it's a shame it's getting canceled apparently yeah. but uh yeah i i like the that, first episode that is like some like it's kind of a bummer i mean that's like some real like it's kind of a real bummer creative writing like, it is yeah having to think okay what would a sitcom do and what would be the real life ramic ramifications of this sitcom and how would this play out i feel like if this there is like was somebody sitting around talking about like odd things that happen in something like friends or the office and go, yeah, but how would that play out in the real world? Yeah. Imagine. Okay. Imagine some of the stuff that Ross did in friends. Mm -hmm. Now imagine that being what a a, real person would do in real life with real ramifications. What would happen? And how much monkey poop would be everywhere? Well, yeah, (laughs) but like just the, the the kind of stuff he would pull trying to get close to Rachel Yeah. Yeah. in, in the show. It's, it comes off as, oh, I mean, now it comes off as creepy, but at the time it came off as, oh, it's kind of charming. He's kind of a weird doofus, but you know, whatever. But in reality, that is straight up stalking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it kind of, it's, it's that, it's mm-hmm, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's, that's the whole concept of the show. And is, I, it's, it's great. Is Ross the worst character on Friends? Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad we're all. I'm glad we're all the same. Okay, the same who's boat. the who's the best character? Phoebe. Is it Joey or Phoebe? It's Phoebe. Yeah, it's Phoebe. Yeah, I I would say I would I would give it a close second to Joey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, why is it that the, the the least consequential characters on Friends are the ones that are the best ones because of the the most sufferable? I'd have in? to say Lisa Kudrow is my favorite like actor out of the bunch. Well, too. yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Although, again, I don't know much about um. What's his name outside Joey? I don't even know. Uh, Lost in space. Lost in space. Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, Matt Blank. Matt Blanc. Yeah. Matt Blanc. Yeah. Matt Blanc. I don't yeah. know much about his his life outside I of. I don't think there is much of of one. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he really had a great, like he had that Joey spinoff and yeah, that was about he, it. Well, he has a show now. Well, yeah, yeah. But you know, um, I still maintain that the Lost in Space movie that came out in the nineties is the first dvd my family ever owned yes yeah <laughs> no i'm dead serious i but i still maintain that that movie is infinitely better if you look at it not as a Ma- matt blank uh, starring role but as a joey tribbiani starring role yeah that was his big break and it <laughs> that was take. that was joey's so hard yeah, because it was lost in space yeah during the summer during the friends summer break joey tribbiani went to star in a lost in space reboot that that tanked I loved that movie when I was a kid, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of movies, yes. I watched Venom 2 yesterday. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? It was really good. Yeah. I mean, it was just about just as good as the other one. Good. Um, 
maybe a little funnier. Um, yeah. It works so well because you constantly have Venom's commentary that's in <laughs> Eddie's that, head the whole time. That, that's one of that's my favorite great. things from the first movie. It's almost like having like idiot meathead riffing the movie with while you're watching it. Oh, it's, that's very, great. it's very good. Oh, that's great. And there, I'm not going to spoil the after credits, but it's very good. Okay. And you're going to want to see it before you see the new Spider-Man. Really? I yeah. I had a friend uh, tell me what it is, and I'm like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Without giving away too much, it was the most surprised I had been by an after credits in years. <laughs> really? Oh well, now I'm gonna have to. I mean, I've been wanting to see. Yeah, uh, plus Venom it's too. only an hour and a half long. You're not. You're not. Oh, that's you're great. not losing that, much in that movie. That sells me more yeah. than anything. Oh, I know. In this world of three-hour superhero movies. Listen, I love a good three-hour movie when I'm engaged, but sometimes I just want to pop down for an hour and a half of, of dumb fun yeah. and then be that's, done. And that's what Venom 2 is. Yeah, that's what Venom 1 was. Yeah, yeah if you liked Venom 1, this is more of more the of exact that. same, okay, which is good. fine. Honestly, Venom Venom is the best part yeah. of Venom Yeah. <laughs> How was Woody Harrelson? How was that, that red-haired clown man? It was kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, story-wise, this one wasn't didn't tell as good of a story it felt kind of just like disjointed and just he's going nuts because he's a bad serial killer man uh, venom stop him yeah well the first one didn't really have much of a plot either that was more of a bunch of set pieces of yeah, yeah. but it had a lot of like eddie dealing with venom and like yeah. coming to terms with the fact the that venom he had to thing. have the monster in him yeah yeah huh also like you know all those times like venom was almost like a like Spawn done right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like like if you take like the Spawn movie and like some of his powers or whatever abilities in that movie, mm-hmm. but then you actually did good stuff with it. I feel like that's Venom, especially in the chase scenes and stuff. Hey, whatever happened to that that new live action Spawn movie? <laughs> Who knows? With uh uh Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Do you remember that? Jamie Foxx was supposed to be Jamie Foxx was Simmons? supposed to be Al Simmons. Huh. Yeah. I think he was cast with that around the same time he was cast as Electro in Spider-Man, and I think uh, he got so burnt on being a super in a bad superhero movie that he was like, I'm, "Nothing, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good." There, there's some fun bits in Venom Two where he uh, s- splits away from Eddie for a little bit, and he mm-hmm. just gets to be Venom, be himself. Oh, really? And that's fun. Oh, cool, <laughs> cool. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m. right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. Hey, we're back. You just heard a couple of ads for various shows on the network. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some news. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a <laughs> I think I think my favorite part of that movie is the fact they didn't have extras that is had people reacting to Nicolas Cage running down the street screaming oh, that. Yeah, they did not have the the money for for extras. So that was Vampire's Kiss. 
one of my favorite Nicolas Cage <laughs> yeah. movies. Also, the 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 origin of some of the original internet memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the best scene is when he is explaining to his secretary how to file documents. Yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that whole movie is great. So why did we play that clip? Well, I'll tell you why. Nicolas Cage is going to be Dracula. Yeah. Like straight up, he is going to be Dracula. Yeah, it's come a, full circle. Not a Dracula, the Dracula. The Dracula <laughs> in an upcoming uh, film rendition of, it's called Renfield. It's a uh, it's a new take on the Universal Monsters. Uh, it's actually starring I forget the actor's name, but he plays Beast in the new X Men movies. That guy as Dracula's wacky pal. Yeah, Renfield. Renfield, the guy who who eats bugs and was played by Tom Waits in the. Uh, That's right, he, he was. He was Tom Waits. Yes, that movie rules. Too. It does. I mean, uh, Keanu Reeves is. Oh, he's awful. He's in it. he's the dirt worst in it, but I think it makes it fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the it's the best Dracula movie it's, there is. It kinda is. I mean, well, I, I would argue that some of the Christopher Lee Hammer stuff is Oh uh, yeah, like the Satanic oh, Brides yeah. of Dracula. Yeah. It was like really good. Oh, also good news for this movie. They got Aquafina in, in there. Perfect. Who's she playing? Is she playing like Mina or something? They don't know yet. Okay. But... Hey, that's I mean that's cool. So this is this is gonna be a a lighthearted take on Dracula then. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just excited to see Nicolas Cage as as the old man in black Dracula, not <laughs> Johnny Cash. Nicholas Holt is is Renfield. Nicholas Holt, that's the guy. But no, he played um he played Hank McCoy, he played Beast in the uh X-Men like first, first class, class and the young, the reboot era. Young sort of reboot, sort of not. X-Men we X-Men's weird, comics are weird. Right. He's right. Kind of, He's he is more beast than Kelsey Grammer is at this point. I think. I mean, Days of Future Past kind of really like says like these are similar timelines because they do meet back up. The, it's like similar but parallel. Yeah, none of it matters anymore anyway. Cause, yeah, no, uh, that's none true. of yeah, none of it counts. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but they're part of the greater Deadpool universe. <laughs> yeah, that's it. What do you guys think of Nicolas Cage as Dracula? Uh, this is excellent casting. I think he'll knock that one out of the park. Nicholas Cage is literally the Hollywood wild card. It could be great. It could be absolutely yeah. terrible. Oh, have you seen Pig? Yes, Pig was very good. Pig was very good. Pig yeah. is fantastic. He wants to get his pig back. Yeah. Nick Cage wants his pig back. He does. And, and that th- sounds goofy, but it's actually very, very good. He's a, It's like a, a truffle hunting pig. Yeah. And he is like a, a world-class uh, chef that is now living in the woods, like had a like a mental break or something? Or? I think so. I yeah. yeah. He's something happened. He is no longer a chef. He's living in the woods with his prized possession, his 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 truffle, truffle pig. He truffle loves pig. that pig. And someone stole his truffle pig. And he comes back to the city to go around the seedy underbelly of So is this like of like, so is like restaurants. The, like Nicolas Cage does a John Wick? No. Oh, he don't no. No. That's what I thought it was. And it's not. And it's not. It totally turns that on its head. Yeah. Huh. There's like that's a hundred percent where I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like action, action cage, but no, it's yeah, yeah, it's talky cage, and it's very good. Huh? Yeah. Because then, because like I said, Nick Nick Cage could do great things. Like you got like Con Air, Nicholas Cage. You've got Face Off, Nicholas Cage. Oh, I don't know if Con Air is a good (laughs) movie. You've got it's an enjoyable movie. Sorcerer's Apprentice, Nicholas Cage. You know what? He's okay. What's the one where he beats up animatronic monsters? Uh, Oh, it was Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Which we've talked about that on here before. 
Or in Spider-Man Noir. That was a discarded Five Nights at Freddy's script. That's what I thought. There are actually two or three movies that are literally discarded Five Nights at Freddy's scripts because the Five Nights at Freddy's man is so difficult to work with, apparently. I Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if... Do you remember that, um, as far as the sci-fi network, the... Um, Banana Splits. Banana Splits. Yep. I bet that, that was... That was uh, one of them. One of them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I think I watched that, and I don't remember anything about it. Oh, that that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah. I, re- I re- only remember the vaguest bits of that and Maybe it wasn't I very didn't. good i can't i can't i think you I did because i remember i think you talked about it on the show and uh, i remember the trailer yeah oh yeah <laughs> uh and like we thought it was gonna be like you know a reference but no it was just straight up the banana splits i mean they're not doing anything else with the banana splits. <laughs> actually well. that's not true they're on jellystone oh they are that's right yeah, yeah. and they're like a, a gang like a street gang <laughs> <laughs> tough guy finger snapping kind <laughs> yeah, of gang. yeah <laughs> I didn't mean to snort. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, why not? Why not do a Dracula with Nicholas Cage? Yeah, hey. it's, it's one of those iconic roles that he's going to get excited about, so he'll do a good job. And that's exactly it. Yeah, you could tell the roles that he cares about and the roles that he is doing because he needs to pay, pay his back taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I still think they should let him be Superman. They technically real. did. Like now, yes. Yeah. He he voiced Superman. He. What was that? In he, Teen I, Titans. That's right. Go he did, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Let him be real Superman in a real Superman movie. Sure. With an older Superman, I okay. guess. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Dark Knight. Or the Dark Knight Returns. He, he could be Superman. Yeah. And get like and get Michael Keaton to be old Batman. That would actually be I would watch that. Yeah. I thought give you me were my about, check. I thought give you were about check. to say uh, Red Sun give uh Give Nicholas Cage a, a, bad, Russian a bad Russian accent and have him be bad <laughs> Russian Superman. That's not a bad idea. Either. I mean, I love Red Sun. He wants to take Green Lantern's face. Oh. <laughs> you mean Green Lantern, the, the tortured Vietnam vet Green yep. Lantern? Yep, that comic was weird and bad and I didn't care for it. I like it. <laughs> I, it was it was uh, super edgelordy, cringy, yes. hi- hiding behind oh, we're putting it, we're setting it in a different country in an alternate timeline. I think we need to mention real quick that Mandy is an amazing movie. Mandy is an amazing movie. <laughs> um, the Color of... The Color Out of Space. The Color yes. Out of Space is also very, very good. good. in that one, too. Yeah. I still haven't watched... As much as I love Lovecraft stuff, I still haven't watched that. It's very yeah, good. It's pretty it's, good. It's worth watching. It's pretty good. Ing. Though I'm really interested to see what uh, Del Toro is going to do with... Uh, the mountains at Mandy's. Is he actually going to do that? Yeah. I know there's been talks about it for like forever long. Yeah. He's... Oh, they've wanted to make that movie for like a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. I recently saw something uh, online where it's like, it's like on a go. That's hey. Yeah, please. More power to him. I mean, he definitely seems to shine in that weird kind of gray area of like abject, you know, ap- you know, horror kind of thing. Sure. I like people doing post Lovecraft, like, Lovecraft, where it reexamines the the material through the lens of the fact that he Lovecraft sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's a lot you can say through what he wrote about mm-hmm. race and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to some other news. Um, why don't you guys pick a pick a news? <laughs> we have a whole list. In theory, <laughs> that's, that's 
let's go back to that Spider-Man while we've already kind of touched oh, on. Oh, let's talk about a Spider-Man. Uh, remember when they said this this upcoming Spider-Man that comes out in two weeks was going to be the last yes. one? Yes, yes, I do remember that. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Holland's on the, on the books for more Spider-Man movies. Than... Currently three. Yeah. This is my surprised face. <laughs> Dude's going to be Spider-Man until he's 30. But you know what? He's it, a good Spider-Man. And, and you know what? When he's 30, he's going to still look 18. So it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, for like, all I know, he might be 30 now. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he, he is cursed with youthful good looks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, this is this is not a surprise to me in the least. I knew... I mean, he's already played Spider-Man more times than any other Spider-Man actor. Well, beyond that, well, I mean, technically, the guy who voiced the 90s Spider-Man cartoon has 198 episodes to his <laughs> this name. This is also true. But I'm just being pedantic. No, uh, this... I'm not surprised by this at all. Sony has a good deal. They're making a lot of... A lot of money without having to put out a whole lot of effort or money on their end up front. Yeah, because in order to make because Disney's this foot in the bill. Because Dis- yeah, they're making money while Disney foots the bill. They got they got it their sugar be, daddy Walt Disney. It would be stupid for them to <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was a good joke. That was a, that good, was a good one. one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, let's all take a moment and appreciate that very good. <laughs> yep, one. I apologize for steamrolling that joke. That was very good. Would you like to say it again, nice and clear? <laughs> For the audience. Uh, Sugar Daddy Walt Disney. There we go. There we go. There it is. (laughs) Make sure it's nice and isolatable for the soundboard later on. (laughs) Uh, No. uh, Yeah. This is this is fine. Um, I just hope they keep coming up with decent as long as they have a good story. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm good with doing whatever. I mean, they're already like, I don't know, blowing my mind with we actually kind of getting a soft spider-verse with this new movie yeah and i'm like okay cool but after that i'm like what can you do because i feel like a spider-verse is kind of like the pinnacle of a spider-man story oh no i don't know man you could do more you could do so much more oh i know i mean i know we've there are plenty of spider-man villains we haven't seen on the big screen yet you could do craven's last hunt oh yeah i mean i've I've been i've been wanting craven forever Mm mm-hmm didn't I suggest somebody to play Craven the Hunter a couple episodes ago? I can't. You did. I think I, you may I, have. I don't remember I who you said. Oh, though. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good joke answer. Uh, the actual one I would like to see is um, what's his name, the comedian from um, Watchmen or um, oh. Negan from. Oh yeah, uh, Negan's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Um, uh, Morgan. Last name's Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, the, he the, would make, the dad from Supernatural. Yes, yeah. he would make a fantastic Craven the Hunter. Oh, yeah. He really would. He's got the build, he's got the jawline, and, and he's a good actor. And it's a good isolated story that they could do an entire movie of. Oh, yeah. Well, we're doing uh, Walking Dead people. What about um, the Punisher man? Oh, John oh. Bernthal. Yeah. Who's already officially, who's been the Punisher, sort of. He's Netflix Punisher, though. I yeah. don't think that counts. Although... From what I understand, this could this Spider-Man movie may make the Netflix shows canon because there was an a leaked onset photo. Whether it was doctored or not, I don't know. But apparently, um, Spider-Man's getting su- Peter Parker's getting sued for 
damages because now they have a a, a name a to put a face to put with the spider-man name and they hire a lawyer and it's matt murdoch and it's and actual, it's charlie cox and it's actual daredevil from the netflix show it, it doesn't mean it's the same character it doesn't but it means what, that what kind of lawyer wears those kind of sunglasses <laughs> a cool one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a blind one. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Uh, Uh, see, that's the thing. Like, I really liked the Netflix shows. Uh, I did too. I didn't. I did too. Asterisks. Yeah, right. Except Iron Fist. Iron Fist and the Defenders, because Iron Fist was there. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't. I like those shows too, but they don't mix with the MCU. They're two totally different. True. True. Fair, but. You know the the MCU stuff. They're trying to do. They're trying to do different tone stuff tonally. Like WandaVision up into a certain point was tonally different. Um, Eternals, from what I understand, is tonally different. <laughs> bland. Bland. Well, <laughs> but that's different. That is different. They haven't done a real bland one. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be like uh, a horror movie, almost a, as as close to a horror movie as they can go as with Disney it. Disney will as, let them. Yeah. So, you know, they could they could do it. Um I don't see why why they couldn't include that I mean, kind of stuff. other than the fact that the, the Netflix stuff is hyper violent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got Vincent D'Onofrio like crushing a dude's head with a car door. Do you think they they let, you know, Jessica Jones chug alcohol on, in an MCU <laughs> movie? Who's to say uh Moon Knight isn't going to be hyper violent? True. true. Because Moon Knight as a character in itself is hyper violent. I mean, yeah, he is kind of like, you know, Deadpool meets Batman kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. Well, speaking of which I've watched the first two Hawkeyes and they're very good. I've been wanting to watch them because they're Matt fraction Hawkeye. Yeah, that's yeah. It's all. Yeah, I've heard the the, there's like a chase scene in an episode that basically pulls from like Hawkeye number three. Oh, pizza dog is in it. Yeah. Pizza dogs in it. Nice. Well, there you, well, now I'm sold. <laughs> now I'm sold. Uh, let's see. We have a couple quick hits the, here. Let's talk about concerned apes. I was just about to go to that because yeah. we mentioned only because we mentioned it earlier. That's yeah. what it's called Haunted Chocolatier. Haunted Chocolatier. Yeah. It looks like a good game. Yeah, it's it's a new game by the Stardew Valley man himself, mm-hmm. Concerned Ape, where you run a chocolate factory with ghosts. With ghosts, yeah. It looks like a lot like Stardew and like a refinement on a lot of those mechanics. It, it does, yeah. It looks like it has a lot more of a story yeah. to it than um, Stardew. I'm honestly surprised it's not like a, just a giant uh, bone like DLC pack to Stardew. Yeah, <laughs> you build a chocolate factory. Yeah, you become the Willy Wonka. <laughs> it, it looks really neat, though. I'm I'm really it looks excited charming to play it. Yeah, yeah it looks I, charming. I'd like to see what he does. At, you know, the second game, his second album. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird to think that he's. This is only his second major game. Yeah, I mean, because well, then again, he, he's, he did put a lot of work into Stardew. He continues to put a lot of work into Stardew. There's another patch that apparently, uh, this this last patch they they put out, basically unscrambles a lot of the the loose spaghetti code from his previous versions. Because he did future, it by himself. <laughs> yes, and it's he's future proofing it for future releases. So he is also planning future releases. That's good. Which is fine. That's and fine. It, it, it does something with mod support too, makes it easier to mod. So that's yeah. fun. And that's that's awesome. I mean, I feel like if you're going to have a PC game and you don't have mod support, you're just setting yourself up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
So tell me about this Amazon Mass Effect uh, TV series. Um, I probably should have taken this one off the board because I don't remember a lot about it, but Amazon really wants to do a Mass Effect series, I guess. Okay, I can actually set you up for this because okay. I, I was trying to tee you up, but I do know a little bit about this okay. one. Uh, yeah, so uh, the Amazon Prime video uh, service uh, has seen a lot of um, positivity from we the Wheel of Time show. So they're basically scrambling to pick out. I've heard out. it's good. I've heard it's good. I heard it's very dense. I never, I mean, there's like 20 something books. Yeah. See, I don't, yeah, I don't know the, the source material. Also, for Invincible it. was really good. That's also what I hear. But Miss uh, um, um, Maisel is actually really good as well. But that's less geeky and more like just a good show also it's pretty old too well yeah yeah well you know they're they're doing more of it but uh anyway um yeah amazon's getting a lot of uh positive feedback for the sci-fi stuff from wheel of time and they're like okay what else do we have the rights to and they're like oh hey mass effect that's a game that had a story we should do that <laughs> um and there was a uh uh instagram a while here recently of henry cavill um was teasing reading a script from Mass Effect. It, although it if you zoomed into it, he printed out the Wikipedia article for Mass Effect <laughs> and was reading that in the picture as kind of a joke. Oh, Henry Cavill. Don't, but don't put him in don't well, I don't want him to be Commander Shepard. Well, one, I don't think they should do anything with Shep with Shepard in this. Set it a like isn't there like a, a first contact war or something like a hundred years prior. I don't Probably. know much about mass effect, but I, I imagine it has, it is kind of like star Trek in that there was a first contact it war is or something like star Trek. Yeah. So set it, uh, you know, a hundred years in the, in the, in the past where there's no shepherd or if there is a shepherd, it is a uh, ancestor of the ones of the character from the games. And if they put Henry Cavill in it, I'm fine with it. Make him an alien. Yeah. Don't make him square jawed action man. Make him the voice of like one of the alien guys. I don't know the co covenant. No, that's that's Halo. The, Halo is the covenant. There's a lot of different aliens. Well, the covenant is not necessarily an alien race. It's a collection of alien races. It's like an <sighs> alien federation. Who is Garrus? Garrus Valkarian is a. I can't remember the name of his alien race. The wigs weird. He would be squidhead man. He would be a good Garrus though. Yeah. So like he's got to he's got to uh uh God, what, uh calibrate the whatever that's the, that's stupid meme that's the joke man <laughs> that's the joke that man, we botched I I really like Mass Effect and I'm having trouble remembering anything I've never about played it. A, I have never played a Mass Effect oh get the get the remaster they actually did a good job on that one <laughs> isn't there some like weird cringy ninja man in like one of the other one of the later Mass Effects uh, that is like your is like the Shadow the Hedgehog to your Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know. He was like a weird, like almost like a writer OC insert character <laughs> that they just threw in. And <laughs> yeah, like you beat him in a fight and then everyone tells you how badass the guy was by like, <laughs> oh, you almost you almost lost that fight to that weird ninja man. And but no, you didn't. I remember there being a ninja lady. Is that the one with the mask? Like the, the visor face or I, whatever? No, that's. That's Tally, the best character in the entire franchise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're 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 just rambling at this point. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do we have anything else? Epic uh, buys harmonics. Oh boy! Yeah, the guitar people. <laughs> they yeah, did, they invented Guitar Hero and did Rock Band. 
yeah, they did that, and they also did uh, Drop Mix, which I personally enjoy quite a bit. <laughs> it's a neat card game. It's a cool card they, game. They always do really creative and cool music-related projects. Yeah. I hope that Epic doesn't just, like, completely squander the I opportunity. Mean, yeah, but I mean, it's they Epic, so, you know. They haven't, they have, we haven't really had a music game. Like, the genre has been cold. For like a decade. Yeah, and they, yeah. they tried to bring Rock Band back and it didn't take even no, though I bought didn't. it. No, <laughs> at all. They like did. I, like, I feel like it peaked at like Guitar Hero 3 and Rock Band 2. They did Twitch Sings and that was that was neat until they closed it down. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard someone describe it as Epic's attempt. <laughs> Epic's constant attempt to uh, make sure there are no monopolies anywhere. <laughs> By buying everything, yeah. by creating their own, by creating yeah. their own, yes. How can there be monopolies when it's when all it, one? Yeah, <laughs> I have such mixed feelings about Epic. They're I, not great. I don't have mixed feelings. I don't like them. <laughs> the The Unreal Engine is good though, and like it's accessible to use it. Yeah, that's that's all fine and good. Their <laughs> business practices are not. Yeah. Are oh, less yeah. Than stellar. Oh yeah. Trying to to um. Uh, mobilize their base to go at Apple like yeah, as, that as a whole scheme. I'm that gl- was I'm awful. glad they lost that one. Yeah. I'm really glad they lost that one. Also the fact that what they did like you know when they were you know helping the PUBG people start out and then basically just oh wait we kind of like this idea. Yoink. Yeah. yeah. Oh this is working and people are liking it. Let's do our own in five minutes. Yeah um, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> um, and then they did it to Among Us. Uh, 10 years later or whatever yeah yeah uh so we won't go into it but we have to mention again activision blizzard there are problems it's still bad it's still bad over there like people are calling for like not only like bobby kotick yeah not uh, not only for like for the him like to step down but also i guess he's on some other like board of directors or something. He will never be held accountable for what he does because he has too many people in high up positions also at Blizzard that would be in power to vote him down and they never will. Well, that's the other thing. He's on some other board of directors for some other company. Yeah. And I saw where like they're calling for him to be removed from that one too. Well, I'll tell you the only thing that is really uh, uh, going to help them out is uh, uh, Doug Bowser from Nintendo has basically said, Hey, there's some stuff over there that we don't like. And until things are figured out, we are not dealing with them anymore. Wow. He really, he really said that he was pretty firm about it. Wow. Go Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Bowser. He's not as, he's not as out there as Reggie fils but man, when, when there's something. Oh, I would have liked Reggie's take on this. One. I would have liked it as well. <laughs> oh. Bobby Kotick is also on the board of directors for Coca-Cola. That's what it is. And they need to get him off of that as well. Um, Did we talk about the the committee that they started to fix the issue last time? Oh, no, we didn't no, we talk didn't. about any of it because okay. it's they, that's a mess. They released a press release at like late in the middle of the night that they were starting a new committee to fix these problems. And this committee consists of the two women on the board of directors. Uh, and they're going to try to diversify their board of directors by hiring a diversity. 
Oh, jeez. It's like, we've got to get a, a token diversity in here, and that'll make all our problems go away. Here, I was I was thinking you were about to say that they, that the, uh, that the uh, committee is now filled with a bunch of, bunch more white dudes yeah. that are in the pocket of, of the head of Activision no, Blizzard. It's, it's the two yeah. women that are on the board. Okay. The only that's, two. That's good. <laughs> You know, this this whole situation of, um, you know, anytime he says anything about, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of this, it makes me think of that meme of the, the guy, hot dog guy. Uh, the guy in the hot dog suit saying, Anybody we're all, could have did this. We, any, yeah, we're all trying to figure out who would have done this, Who's which also this? makes me feel like I am a uh, Darmok from uh, Star Trek Next Generation <laughs> man in hot dog suit <laughs> saying, asking, we are all going to figure out who has done this. This is a deep cut for people who like Star Trek The Next Generation. Also, watch that show that that's from. Uh, oh, forget what it's called. I think you should leave. I think you should leave, yeah. It's brilliant. It's yeah, the it's best really sketch comedy show I've seen in years. Yeah. But yeah, but also the thing recently where they said like, where they sh- it, like, uh, like a salary report came out and the fact that like there was a, a woman who was basically equal on the top who was making considerably less money. Oh, when they when yeah. they hired a woman to co-lead Blizzard mm-hmm. with a, with some other dude, they actually paid her less to co-lead the company until yeah. until they got called out for it. It's uh, unreal. Yeah, it's it's all it's trash all the it's, way down. Yeah. Like I'm to the point where like I, I can't even look at my Blizzard library anymore. The, yeah. the company needs to be burnt to the ground and rebuilt. <laughs> yep. That's I, that's all it is. I haven't bought a Blizzard product since it happened, and I really wanted that remastered Diablo 2. Right? <laughs> I haven't bought one in longer because I don't play WoW or any of that stuff. <laughs> I think the only Blizzard I- thing I've ever bought was an Amiibo. I oh, have, yeah, you had to buy that uh, Diablo Amiibo. Because yeah. I have to have the, them all. The Treasure that, Goblin. This right here... This is great for radio, but this right here is the extent of what I've ever paid Blizzard for anything. Also, the fact that that Amiibo really made me mad because they took the sculpt of an existing toy. It's just a sculpt. It's, it's just a different sculpt. It's the same sculpt, and they put a different. It's uh, barely thing on an Amiibo. Yeah, yeah, barely. All right, hey, we have actually hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, and now TikTok at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Send us an email about what your favorite amiibo is. There's too many to count. And why it's the one of the Metroid coming out of the capsule. That is a very good one, yes. (laughs) You can also give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline if Google hasn't shut it down yet. I did get a message from Google the other day that said, somebody needs to use this or we're going to shut it down. Okay. So I got to make a call from it here in the next couple days or it's gone. (laughs) But the number for that is 586-372-8020, at least for now. (laughs) Uh, Leave us a message and we might play it on the show. (laughs) You can also find our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. <laughs>